to the Four Tales podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Silva. Along the way is my co-host, the plum producer of Ace Blade, Danny J. Quick. And this is the only place where you can find two award-winning Blurred comic creators talking about comics. The only place in the world. Glad it's to true. have you here. Yeah, yeah. I would not lie, as some people say. I would not lie. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> when we talk about Venom later, we'll, we'll see if you'll tell the truth or not. Okay. All right. All right. Wow. I I didn't realize how dark my screen is right now. I need to get a, a light or something here. Like you got a filter in there or something. I don't know what's going on. I'm just gonna use my phone. Okay, that looks creepy as hell. Never mind. If you are uh, if you aren't joining us on our live stream, you can always go back to our YouTube channel and see the uh, how dark my room is right now. I don't know what's going on. It's just way too early. Again, for anybody that doesn't realize this, it's 7 o'clock my time. Danny's all nice and awake at 10 o'clock his time. Yes. But, you know, we are here for you. Um, it's been a minute. Last time we were here, we were talking with Greg. So I guess today we're going to have a special just Danny and I uh, and see how, what happens. Huh? Yeah, man. Let's just let's hang out and talk comics and stuff, man. What you what do you what have you been reading? What? Oh, we're going to start with that. All right. What have I been reading? So. This week, I went back and read um, Weapon X, the original okay. miniseries from Barry Wintersmith. And I'm I'm not a huge Wolverine fan. I mean, honestly, I really what? hate Wolverine. I hate Wolverine. Wolverine and Superman, to me, are too overpowered for, to be an enjoyable comic. Wolverine's um, not overpowered, man. No. Yes. The healing yes. power, the healing, the healing factor is a cheat code. But mm-hmm. him and Superman literally creates his own powers at a moment's notice. Like, and and depending on the writer, they'll create how much of a healing ability that Wolverine has too. I mean, think about it. Wolverine has yeah. come back from like a drop of blood and reformed his body. Very true. From one writer, but yet somehow pulling the bones out of his body from a different writer, he can't heal from that. I mean, come on. That's all about it, the writers, man. That's why you got to have a that's why you got to have a consistency. But it's, I get you that. know, it's, it's hard in comics. It's I hard. get that. I get that. And then you you count his healing factor, you count his hyper senses, you count his reflexes, you count his his fighting ability, his his intelligence and then his unbreakable bones and these three feet claws. I mean, that's too much of a also, depending on the writer. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess the clause would be depending on the artist who wants to draw it. But uh, yeah, yeah, he he is with Superman, my uh, least likable character. But the Weapon X series with Barry Wintersmith is an amazing book in itself, uh, beautifully drawn and painted by him. 
and written by him also. And the way that he uses the lettering to draw your face around the images on this, I don't know if you've ever read it, but he doesn't go like left to right, left to right, straight down. He'll do like start on the left side and then make like a J and have it come around the bottom of the panel and then go back up mm -hmm. to, to, to force you to look at the entire panel instead okay. of certain things. And it's just, it's really well done. Um, it really is a classic. And if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. So that's the first thing I read this week. Um, second thing I read is Lumberjack 1 and 2 from this small little company called Fourth Wall Production. And it's a damn good book. Um, really? You enjoyed yeah. it? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had, I've already had issue one, but I had it digitally. And I've said this before on the show. I had issue one. And I read it and I was like, all right, second issue came out. I got to see what happened, um, especially with the bombing and everything at the end of the issue. Oops, sorry. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> well, it's out. You know, how, you know how I am. It's out. Talk about it. <laughs> all right. So I had to see how you follow up with that. But then to have the preacher come in and, and do his thing. And, and I don't want to give out too much. I know you team spoiler. But to do his thing and to work with the, the, that guy to control people and turn them that was an interesting take on things, and it, it it made me get a little bit more intrigued to see where that goes. And then you got you got Lumberjack's uh, daughter. That's not too much of a spoiler, um, yeah. but to see what happens to her at the end, I'm like, hmm, wait hmm. a minute, hmm, wait what's a minute. going on here? <laughs> Why? What? What in the what in the what is happening with Lumberjack's daughter? So, um, hey, what's going on, Sean? Sean Barbour. Sean, uh, how you of, doing? Of instinct comics and if you didn't nobody knows this now so i'm gonna spoil this but uh sean and i are actually gonna be working on a comic next year oh, uh uh and uh he gave me the script on it and it's dope script it's pretty cool uh it's a little bit out, outside of my wheelhouse uh but i'm in i'm excited to see what happens with that but going back to lumberjack i liked it man i liked it you and Morgan and all the rest of the team, you guys did good. You did Thank good. You. I'm Thank glad to see all my my help <laughs> and yeah. my tips and my feedback. I hope. You, okay, okay. Let's where let's back up. All jokes aside, after I read it, I like to go back and look at all the details. Uh huh. And damn it, I was surprised to find my name in that book. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I told you I hired you earlier this year. I'm I understand that now on. <laughs> Even though you haven't, even though you haven't done the job yet, because I haven't given you the tools to do the job, I ain't done nothing yet. And I was like, I'm in this book, <laughs> getting the credit. You go, yeah. Get the We're gonna make that like, happen. I was like, all right. I mean, I'll take the credits. I'm in the book. And then I realized. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what happened. We uh, so you know, we just left short fuse. Yeah. Um. So the the deal with short fuse, like, it was really frustrating to not get lumberjacks put out the entire time we were with short fuse because that was the first project they were supposed to work on with us um we had just finished ace blade number four right when we start mm -hmm. when we joined short fuse and they were supposed to take over production for all the comics and stuff like that so we're like all right lumberjacks one came out let's go ahead and get lumberjacks number two done we got the team got all that stuff but it just didn't happen, man. It was always there was always something either that was supposed to be in front of us or there was, you know, yeah. it just didn't happen. And it was so frustrating because I always I didn't want to put, you know, I like to produce all my own stuff. So I like to run the run the teams, um, put together the team for the comic. So Ace Blade was being worked on. But I was like, I don't want to we don't want to put out 
another ace blade you know without you know a king supreme book or a lumberjacks book coming out because it's not fair mm -hmm. it doesn't seem fair um but you know there's different ways to produce a comic sometimes you you know you run the team you find the artist and the, like you do you find your your you know your art team your writers your all of that and you put it together yourself or you can go through another company i know a lot of people um like the guests that we were supposed to have um, a couple weeks ago they have wow. uh, they have you know situations where they put together teams for you <laughs> and you know you just write the book but yeah you know with, with with short fuse it just didn't come together and it was frustrating but the, as soon as we you know as soon as you know short fuse um disbanded yeah. it was the first thing that we wanted to do it was like let's get the pages that we do have um we'll find somebody to um get it colored and we you know we we got it done and we you know did a kickstarter thankfully we got funded and we want to make sure we got it out to people so i'm glad people are getting the book because it's been almost three years since the first book came out wow and, three years yeah and i and and we hated that so yeah. um but since we had to go do redesign like we had to redo all the branding i was like let me just go ahead and and <laughs> let me go ahead and uh have the template there so that you know when Kyron does actually start doing the job, it's already it's already there. So when I know. actually start doing some work for you guys, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, All right. All right. so well, no, I appreciate it. I I I looked at it and it brought a tear to my eye seeing my name in, in a book that I didn't actually do anything with. Because like I know I sent you that photo last night and mm -hmm. of all the books I've been associated with, which still boggles my mind. I've been in production of about 20 so books in seven years um but when i saw that i was like damn this is something i, I can that's, that's another man. feather in my cap as i say three books a year is good for any self-published creator shoot yeah. any you know any comic book creator i think three books a year is, is good so yeah. that's a good pace man I, I say keep it up and um you know no matter what your part is in it whether it's you know writing in an anthology or or drawing the whole book yourself or you know just being the financial director i say you know keep doing okay. your thing man i'm proud of you well i'm gonna add lumberjacks to my list now so that's 23 books that yeah, that's right. i've been associated with now that's right. <laughs> right. take them credits hell yeah all right what about you what books have you read this week oh i was going back through a lot of um like older books so i got we're, we're going to talk about the books you read not the books that you haven't read that you just found randomly i, I read them before and i went back to reread them so like mm -hmm. stronghold um by greg anderson elise i went back through this one because i remember it was a really good you know first issue some books Almost everything greg does is really good damn it yeah he doesn't he's very jealous he don't miss um especially i mean he's got stuff that i that i still want him to do that like Marasa and the gentleman, like those two books. We're not supposed to talk about those out loud. That's like oh. Fight Club. Don't mention those. Okay. But I, I get you, especially uh, that okay. second one. I had the first issue yeah. of that second one. I was like, I want issue two. It's never yeah. going to happen, but I want issue two. And it's and it's terrible. And it's terrible. Yeah. Um, I got floppy copy, floppy cop. I've heard floppy. of that. Yeah. I, I read the read first it, issue, that. and it's it's hilarious. It's a hilarious uh, book. Okay. I got Justice. Uh, this is Justice Two, but I got Justice Three in the mail. Uh huh. I think it was Justice Three in the mail. That's from uh, Wingless, right? Yep, Wingless Comics. Okay. Now these Brian, are all books you read this recently, because that's a lot of books for yeah. you. 
Well, this week, uh, I had some time at work, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> and um, Apparently from your TikTok. No, you didn't. You got home early. So. Yeah, I got off early. I got off early one day. We don't talk. We don't need to talk about it. Though. I don't want my bosses <laughs> to find my TikTok. <laughs> and I got these in the mail, but I haven't read oh. them yet. I did read the oh. first one. I read the first one digitally, but um, I got the Legacy of the View books. From the into uh, was that into the view right legacy legacy, uh, legacy of the view by uh Spex thompson former Spex. guest of ours yeah yeah and your uh city mate right he's he's in the same city as you no nah, he's in Atlanta. oh he's he's over here with me who was it that that opened the store and that was that was one of those people from the west coast that haven't been on the show yet oh okay never mind i'm sorry yeah, we don't talk about I that my, i got my guests mixed up again <laughs> So if anybody doesn't know, if uh, at this point, if, you, if we've had a show where we had to cancel it, it's because of somebody from the West Coast. Just letting you know right now. <laughs> Outside of Dan Bethel, everybody else we've scheduled that's on the West Coast has flaked on us. Uh, Dan the man. Dan came He's come through a couple of times. He was a guest host with us, too. So he's come through a couple of times. Tell, and I tell people, you know, if you come if you come on our show, that's almost guaranteed at least one sale that you will get. Because point, I'm yeah. probably going to buy your book. If you come on the show and you tell us about it and it sounds interesting, I'm probably going to buy it. So that's motivation. The man is right not there. lying. You'll be surprised before the show how many times he'd be like, I had to buy the book. And I'm like, why? Because I, I previewed it and it was too good. I had to cool. buy it. I'm like, all right, man. I like you support to, them. <laughs> I like to have at least read stuff that we, I mean, if people are going to be on the show and we're going to talk about our comics, I want to at least have some kind of some kind of knowledge of what it is or Fair enough. if they uh if they come on the show because the show is so early hey man we know chuck we know i'm trying to trying to do better i'm thinking we might be able to push it back a little bit but man all right so chuck said that's because the show is so damn early and west coasters like sleeping yes you are right chuck i'm a west coaster and i would love to sleep in but danny is too popular too busy and his wife needs help so yeah. i can't I can't. We can't do anything about this. This is the only real time that we can do this, unless Saturday Danny's morning. willing to be up at like midnight doing mm-hmm. this. And see, that's definitely not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I got so, a text. I got a text from you from at like three a.m. my time, and I was like, "What is? Why is Tyron sending me messages?" That's because I was. Okay, I, was I got like, it. I got in late. I got in late last night because uh, we were celebrating my wife's aunt's birthday, and we were at their house late. And I I was still wired, man. I was still up, and I was like, I'm just going to start texting folks. F you if you are awake or not. I'm going to start texting folks. And then I started thinking about, well, how many books I was, I've been a part of, and that's why I started going back and counting. It was just one of those things. So, <laughs> hey, it happens, man. I was I was nice and sleep, but I had to get up early this morning. Remember, I told you we had to take our dogs to get spayed this morning. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, had to be up early for that. Yeah. So I got up at I got up at seven a.m. my time too. So don't feel bad. <laughs> how are your dogs, by the way? I've been mean to ask you how they they're doing. Uh, they're um they're still there. They're going to be there until sometime this afternoon. So hopefully everything goes goes well with them, and they'll okay. be home tonight. Nice man, congrats. Yeah. All right, well let's get to the meat of the show because you said you wanted to talk about Venom. So let's talk about Venom. What is it you want to talk about? About so I I didn't hear you say if you saw it or not. Did you see it? I haven't seen the movie yet. No, not the second okay. part. I didn't see. I didn't see it either. 
And okay. I'm actually debating whether I'm actually going to go see it because I don't have any interest. First of all, I knew, I know, I get a good feel about whether a show, a movie is going to be good or bad by, you know, how much advertising they do, right? So okay. I hadn't seen any advertising for the movie at all. Like, I hadn't seen any until this last week, until, like, the week of the movie coming out. I hadn't seen anything. Have you and been watching TV? Yeah, I'll be, I be, I be watching Netflix. I'm everywhere. I'm Netflix is not TV. TV. They don't show commercials on I mean, TV. Not Netflix. Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> they show uh, commercials on Hulu. Um, I get ads on TikTok. Anywhere social media, I'll be on there. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen any ads or anything like that. So either the algorithms don't work and they don't know that I like comics. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they just don't, you know, they didn't think that a movie was going to be good. So, I all right, pretty good. All right. Well, I might have to agree with you because a lot of the uh, earlier reviews I've heard is that it's not that good. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I'm okay with that if it's not that good because the first episode wasn't really that great. I, I mean, it was, like it was fun. It wasn't. It wasn't compelling. It wasn't really something I I really wanted to, you know, talk a lot about. But um, it was all right. It was good enough for a Venom movie. It was good enough. It was. I do see good it enough. as a carnage. Yeah, that's my thing though. If they messed up Venom, I'm sure they're gonna mess up Carnage. Because my the version of Venom that I like is the cartoon Venom, the menacing, you know, um, jealous Eddie mm-hmm. Brock, you know. I like that version of Venom, the bad guy Venom. They they're trying to make Venom into, you know, an anti-hero, a you know, fun guy, which is, you know, in the comic books, Venom was quirky like that. Venom yeah, is, yeah. you know, less less evil, more okay, two personalities fighting over one body, and let's go out here and, and try to help however we in our own way, right? Um mm-hmm. but you know, later, like Spider-Man versus Venom, later oh. on in the Spider-Man stories, he became more like, you know, I'm the alpha, I'm alpha male uh, Venom, and we are, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I prefer that Venom to the to the good guy Venom they're trying to do. And for Carnage to be, or for them to have a movie with Carnage that's rated PG-13, I'm like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be what it could be. <laughs> Okay, but if you're talking about the cartoon car- uh, Venom, there was even a section of that cartoon where they had Carnage, and they did a de- decent go- job, and that was G-rated. So why can't they have a PG-13 version of Carnage and have it still be good? I mean, I understand you you have to have it where he kills people, but you can still... There are cinematic ways to show them killing without going gory, and, and you shaking your head no, like I'm an idiot. What? What? No. In my in my young mind, in my young brain, when I'm watching Carnage, he brings out the hundred sharp objects, and they showed that in the preview. They did show that in the preview that yeah. he had his tendrils and threw it at Venom. Um, but he, uh, <laughs> but as a more mature film, is supposed to be the more you know evolved form of entertainment right so if you're gonna show it then why not just why not go full why not go full regalia we know that we know that people can enjoy r-rated movies Mm -hmm. so it's like why not just give them 
why not just do it how you're supposed to do it? I don't get that. <sighs> marketing. It's all marketing. And you, if they can do it for an R-rated movie, then they don't get as many viewers because you can't bring in teenagers and, and kids that are going to want to watch it. So they yep. don't get as much money. All I mean, most people who love horror movies, you understand you're not going to see a bunch of kids in there, which means that's less money in the pockets of these theaters. That's all it is. That's all it is, man. And then you can't market the toys and the branding to the kids because they haven't seen the movie. So you can't have this gruesome Venom movie and, and still make the money back that you put into it. Uh-oh. Did we lose Danny's voice? You know who I am about money. So, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you can control your iMac from your phone? Did no, because I don't have an Apple device. <laughs> oh, I wow. know what it is. Hold on. I got my, my daughter's got my keyboard upstairs. That's what it is. It's messing up. I'll be right back. Give me one second. All right. All right. So, Apologize for this. Danny is going to beat the hell out of his daughter, apparently. Um, I'm here by myself, so let's talk to me. How's everybody doing, by the way? Uh, let's see if we have any questions. So Chuck and Sean were in the chat, and they left, I'm assuming. Um, but let's go back to this Venom situation. And like I was mentioning, you can't have an R-rated movie with Venom and have it be worthwhile for these theaters. And for these movie production companies, because they've invested too much money in into it for them to put some R-rated movie out that's not going to make their money back. That's all it is. Um, if there was a way for them that they knew that they can get their money back in an R-rated version, they would do it. Plus, I got to think that it's a Marvel thing, too. Marvel's probably got something saying, hey, I know you guys have the licensing for this, but we still want to keep our our movies in a certain range. And still, that way you can still have that Marvel branding on it. I, I just got to feel like Marvel has something in their pocket that says, you're okay to do this movie, but it still has to be a certain way. It still has to be produced a certain way for it to be a Marvel cinematic movie. Because everything right now is going to be associated to just making everything cohesive with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You're going to see too many other upcoming issues, upcoming series be directed towards a global or unificated MCU. And I, I just don't see them doing R-rated stuff too much. I know there's been talks that they're going to make some R-rated movies and TV shows in the future, but that's going to be very, very few. And especially with Venom being associated with Spider-Man, I just don't see it happening too much. So we'll see. Hey, Danny's back. Did you beat your yes, kid? We'll see. I got my... She had my, my wireless... <laughs> upstairs in a whole other part of the house and I was like is my phone control like because I was pressing mute on the phone and it was controlling this I'm like bro this is not right see this is why I don't buy Apple everything's too connected it's good though usually nine times 99 times out of 100 it's, it's good for you no nah. it's all right all right so, you okay then as far as... So, are you going to see Venom? Uh, like, eventually, you're going to go and see Venom too? My son wants to... Um, my son wants to see it. and um, But he's still excited about um, Shang-Chi. 
Have you guys um, seen it? Yeah, he we went uh open a week to see that. Okay. And he's still he's still like he's in here making the ten rings nice. out of cardboard and doing martial arts and stuff like that. So I hope I don't take him and he's like, Man, cartoon movie uh comic book movies suck. But <laughs> I doubt we'll he'll say that. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's seen all the other Marvel movies and he probably enjoys those. So he's not going to yeah. say that. All right. Question. If you've seen Shang-Chi, have you been following the What If series? Yes. Yes. I finally got caught up this week. And right, so, um, are you are you caught up? Yeah, I'm caught up. That I'm caught up. But all right. The reason I'm asking that is if you caught up and you saw Shang-Chi, the episode with Doctor Strange, where he becomes all demonic Doctor Strange. At the end of that episode, when he turned into this demon creature with wings and things like that, did not did that not look like the monster at the end of Shang-Chi? Uh, yeah, it did, kind of. And did it not look like the barrier in Shang-Chi that was holding it back? Was sort of crystallist like crystal thing. Yep, just like I the one. I see that. So, is there a possibility that that was actually Doctor Strange? Um, I don't think that um, Shang Chi would have been able to kill it. Kill it if it was Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, a different ten, dimension, Doctor Strange, though. I know that the, the Ten Rings are powerful, but I don't, I don't think he stands a chance with the Sorcerer Supreme, especially not like that. That's a okay. That dude seems powerful, but I do like the. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I'm I'm excited for this last episode for sure. Oh, of what if? Yeah, yeah, that was nice. That was a nice episode. Uh, Greg, what's going on? He said, "I got to see Venom two and still Shang Chi and Black Widow." Damn, you haven't seen anything. <laughs> He's working. I, I think is isn't he on uh, Kickstarter right now? Doesn't he he is. Greg, if you're still in the chat, feel free to drop your Kickstarter. I think it just launched like yesterday or Thursday, actually. Uh, but yeah. he said the after credit scene in Venom is awesome for some reason. Okay. Well, I'm when... sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure they they made the whole movie just for the after credit scene. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that because from what it what it seems like is the first one did well financially. Sure. They made all their money back plus some. So they're mm-hmm. like, hey, let's make another one. Let's try to, you know, expand on this thing. And I think they just rushed through this one. They were like, we got Carnage. If we're doing Venom, we got to do Carnage. And, you know, they still have sharing rights with uh, Marvel for Spider-Man. So I'm sure it's going to be something that connects something to something. Hmm. I mean, I, I still am waiting for that big surprise where we have a definitive Marvel Cinematic Universe movie connection with Venom or something else. Right now it's it's still still all up in a as a guess, I guess you can say, but I, I I'm excited to see this. You know, here, I want to show you something though that I caught on Twitter. And you're familiar with Second Sight, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So if somebody doesn't know, Second Sight Publishing is a self-publishing company. Uh, they just got into Diamond, into previews, things like that. And um, one of their publishers, I guess you can say, uh, Marcus Roberts, they posted a video of them at the movie at Venom yesterday. And that's, this is why I brought it up. But check this out here. Let me see if I can share it. I'm going to expand this here. 
Alright. Oh, look at that. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Look at her. That's so cool. Alright, so for anybody that's not watching the live stream, uh, let me cut that. What that was is Second Sight bought some type of advertising mm -hmm. at the preview of, of Venom and showed it for you know the theater audience to see. So I was gonna I, the reason I brought that up is A, that was really pretty dope to actually see that. But B, is that good marketing? Like is that something that you have may could consider as a comic creator? Okay, I'm already. Um, our local theaters allow uh, also allow um, pre-screen um, advertisements. So we've been talking about doing something similar, but it would be more uh, for me to do it um, at the prices that they need to do it. It would have to be to push for like a specific thing. Like I would have to be selling. I have to push them to sell to buy something right then and right there, or to have them see something right then and right there. Um, not just to advertise our our company, but it, I think it's a great idea, especially for you know to to put it before a movie like Venom, because um, yeah. that's that's shared. Uh, that's those are hot leads right there. So um, I think it's very smart to do. But for for us to do it where we are, we would have to we would have to you know have a product out or a Kickstarter going or something like that that people could take it take advantage of. All right. So since you brought this up. Are you willing to divulge how much the theater is asking for? Hundreds of dollars. Like mm. it's 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 basically based on you know the amount of time and the feature that you know that people are put. Yeah, exactly what Sean is saying. Okay. Um, what so for anybody that's not a live stream, Sean said put a QR code on the ad. People can use their cell phones on the spot. They already have them out. Which you should not have your phone out during the theater. Put your phones away after you scan the QR away. code. We have. <laughs> Already, I wish I had one of my comments here because I would show it to you. Um, but we have the QR codes on the back of our books already, like to send people to our uh, websites. Um, all of our stuff, you know, from my own, I have that kind of stuff. But basically, the prices are, you know, depending on if you want 15 seconds, 30 seconds, one minute, and then, you know, which which features you want to you know, have it go before the prices go up mm. depending on which the, you know, cause most people are paying thousands of dollars to, for their ads to run <laughs> um, before yeah. these popular movies. Like if you put your ad on before Avengers Endgame, it's going to cost more than, you know, yeah. In, in but yeah. And I think, I think it's just a, a good opportunity that, that probably a lot of people aren't considering I mean, and especially like you said, because it's a comic movie, you already have a group of people there that are just for comics in, in some manner. Mm -hmm. Show them where your comics can go. Because obviously Marvel isn't doing that. So why not take that opportunity? So that's a good thing. Yeah. All right, man. Another thing that I was gonna say, you know, I'm always on TikTok. Um I think always. that I think <laughs> people should start telling stories. So one of the things that we're gonna do with our other podcast, the Super Shorts podcast is you know tell stories on tiktok so we're going to tell little short stories that we you know have put um on the other podcast in as tiktoks we're going to make them as tiktoks 
um, do little little drawings of of art. Um, I was thinking about using the commission that you that you did um, for one, but I would have to have to think about it because I don't own Blank Man, so um, <laughs> I don't know if it would be I don't know if it would be worth it. But I think it might be good to because it's a character that people are you know more familiar with. So I think it's uh, I think it might be a good idea. Okay. All right, man. Well, I'll look forward to that. Um, cause you know, I, I like your TikToks. I like it when your family's on there more than you though. But yeah, me you too. Know. Yeah. You know, I have to force them I have to force them to to interact with me. Dude, so. they're they're getting to become teenagers. They don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to at all. But now that I'm paying them, I, I just decided um, my two <laughs> my two oldest daughters, they're both artists. My my two oldest daughters. Okay. Um, they don't like to share their stuff online, but they're gonna help me with a project. Um so now that yeah, we're seeing they have to. I'm still waiting on that part two for that TikTok. I followed you made me follow your daughter's TikTok so she can get a part two of that uh Demon Slayer. I, I told her several, several times. They just don't like they, you know, teenagers, bro. You got them. You know how I go. I got one. You're right. I got one. You know, you know how it goes. I, 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 I feel you, man. I feel you. All right. Well, this is probably our best opportunity to switch gears and do some quick takes. Um, if you are unfamiliar with the Four Tales podcast, uh, quick takes are usually just Danny, where he takes five questions to ask to our guests, and they have 45 seconds to answer those. As you can tell, we have no guests today, so Danny decided that he's going to give me some quick takes, and we'll see how that goes and see if I can actually answer them in 45 seconds. Maybe. Looks um, like Danny so froze. Am I? Oh, okay. Yeah, my. I was, you got me now. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. There you go. You're on bad internet connection. Dude. Okay. What's up? No, man. My, All right, go ahead. My internet is great. It's just darn computer. All right. So, uh, as you know, I've shared with you. Uh, <laughs> there's another <laughs> podcast that I do. The third one with Morgan. Uh, top five live, right? Yes. So, I'm going to ask you. I have two questions for you, but the other three <laughs> questions are going to be top fives off the top of your head. Okay. And you have to give them to me without even thinking. So you got 45 seconds to give me your answer to these top fives. Okay. 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 First of all, top five comic book properties of all time. <sighs> So I'm gonna take time because I control the I control the time. No, you gotta hit the button. You got five. All right, fine. Um, top five combo properties: Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, X-Men. Uh, I want to say Avengers, just because of no Fantastic Four. I'll get Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is a good answer, I guess. It is. It is. It's only because only because it launched everything else for Marvel. So I got to give it up. Without Fantastic Four, we wouldn't have anything else. I think Fantastic Four had a great run. I'm excited to see what Marvel does with them, but I don't know if they can revive that. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to to revive its glory from, you know, the 60s and 50s. It's, it's a it's going to be tough. I think the times are different. We're not looking for that type of story anymore. Um, 
And I think it's just not something that compels people. There, there's that family dynamic that Fantastic Four was the bread and butter of, and I don't mm-hmm. think people want that type of family anymore, honestly. In com- yeah, in com- yeah, I don't know. This, it's going to be tough. I think that they can do it, and I'm hoping that... I would rather see X-Men. I think X-Men could really do that that family dynamic with with drama very well. Mm-hmm. I think that they could throw drama into you know a larger family with, with superpowers. Um, but Fantastic Four, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. The last, the last three movies, three four movies that they've done have not been, <laughs> not been received well. I enjoyed them, but you know, uh, we don't try to talk about the movies outside of Silver Surfer, which is the best comic character out there. There wasn't really much about Fantastic Four, the movies yeah. at least. Yeah. All, All right, right. So your next question. All right. These are tough. Yeah. You said that you talked earlier about uh, about the the twenty the twenty one twenty now twenty three comics that you've uh, had a part in producing. Um, I have a question for you. Okay. If you could only, if you can guarantee is that Olivia, that's Olivia. This is right? Olivia. If it, um, if anybody's listening to our our podcast, Olivia is now on the screen with Danny. Uh, she's being adorable. Hi, Olivia. Um, but go ahead, finish your finish your uh, question there. Yeah, last year I want to be all shot. Okay, so if, if you got to keep only one of your comic properties, and all the rest of them had to go away, but you can guarantee that this comic is going to run for at least a hundred issues, which one would you keep and why? <sighs> Damn it. Um. Yeah. All right, and and. People are going to be surprised, but it's my my book that hasn't come out yet called Starcore. Um, really? This is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I can guarantee it's going to run 100 issues, this is my favorite character out of everything I've created ever. Because it's an homage to one of my favorite characters, Darkhawk. And it, it's that space adventure type of thing that I, that's my wheelhouse. That's why I really love. I know people thought Saw or, or Shaman's Destiny, but... If I could keep one book for a hundred issues, it's going to be Starcore, and hopefully you guys check it out because Marcos Martinez, who's drawing it, is killing it, and it's different. Now I'm excited about Star. Now I'm excited about Starcore. See, I, I've seen some some behind the scenes stuff, but you know, so apparently you hate Saw and you hate Thomas <laughs> Destiny. Uh, I'm glad I know now. I was investing a lot of energy into uh, Saw. So now I know I can just, you know, throw that to the side and I don't even have to read it anymore. Hey, go ahead. Right. Throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. Throw it away. Okay. Um, question number three. All right. This is the age-old debate in comics. What is more important, the artist or the writer, and why? As the person who is both artist and writer, you're, you're, you should be a subject matter expert on this. This is actually an easy question. If we're talking about comics, it's the art. Because if without the art, it's just a book. It's no longer a comic. So if you don't have good art on your comic book, it's, it makes no sense. So it's the art. Don't shake your head. This is my answer. You're wrong, though. <laughs> but you're wrong. I am not wrong on this. It's the art. It's not. The answer is both. You can't have no, a, no. You cannot have a, a, a comic book Without, without the words. If you just got a picture book, this is just a book with pictures. Okay, that's yeah. a different thing, but that's not a comic book. You gotta no, have I, 
I have read, I have viewed a comic that had yeah, you no didn't dialogue. read it. You didn't, <laughs> it definitely didn't read okay, it. Wait. It had no dialogue, but it had a story. So you can okay. have a story without dialogue. And that still shows what happens in a scene, things like that. You can sure, still have a story but, with no dialogue. Okay, but doesn't somebody have to write the story? Doesn't somebody have to write that story? Depends on if we're doing the Marvel method or not. You can have a general f- idea of what it is, and the artist can just take it from there and say, this is point A, this is point B, get us there. Art. If you say so. If you say so. <laughs> Good morning, okay. Marvin. Thanks for joining. <laughs> right now, we are in the middle of Danny's quick takes, and he's mad at my answers. But I'm gonna stick with my guns on this. Okay, I understand. You don't you don't care about the story. You don't care about writers. That's cool. Um, so top All five matters. Damn it! <laughs> now we're really gonna find out what you care about because I want to know your top five indie properties right now, off the top of your head. <clears throat> Let's go. All right. Uh, Long John webcomic. Uh, it's not on the wear spider. Okay. Um, Drexler from uh, Nathan Kelly. That's a good one. Um, Above the Clouds is a beautifully drawn book um, by local artists. And oh, I can't. There's so many good ones. Damn it. Um, I still got 20 seconds unless I pause it myself. Don't do that. Okay. Um, I, I, sh- I can't pinpoint just one more. Damn it! Um, yeah, if, if you got, you got to be one more. That's why it's the top five. five I, I know four. Uh, I, I can't think of a, a, a fifth one. There's, there's too many damn good art. There's too many books out there, man. I'm sorry. I can't pick just one. There's, I mean, I can't pick that fifth one. Terrible, uh, terrible, <laughs> just terrible. Is that really terrible on me, or is it terrible on the fact that there's too many good books out there that I can't just pick an, a fifth one? Mm, nah, it's a cop out. That's yeah, a cop you're right. Out. I know what you did. I know what you did there. I know what you did there, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. All right. So, last but not least, of course, I'm going to ask you your top five comic book movies of all time. So, let's hear them. I want to know five to one, though. What's your worst? What's your number five and what's your number one? Um, all right. So my number five comic book movie. Wonder Woman would be number five. Four would probably be Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, three, Black Panther. Two, Infinity War. And one is Endgame. Oh, man. No. That's yes. not right. Yes. Oh, Okay, up until like the top two. What happened? Wait, wait. What, what happened? Wait. What happened to your top two? That's not right. What? what? You were you really like in game that much? Yes. Uh yes. There because you gotta think of it as a whole. That was the ending to everything that Marvel put together for 10 years. Um yeah, yeah. That was that's oh, did you say no way home? I did. <laughs> You don't know yet. You've already seen it. It's already that good. Dope. (laughs) I know a man who knows a man who knows a man, and it's dope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, that's a good sign for 
<laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. You, if when No Way Home comes out, go watch it and then come back and tell me it's not dope. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I don't trust it. We'll talk about that later, but I don't. I don't trust the trailer. Um, All right, that yeah, I ain't seen it. All right, you need to watch. Um, just the trailer is better than it. Just the trailer made your top five. Is that that's what it is? The trailer is so good. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy, and I've seen No Way Home, and it's amazing. Hey, well, you over there with him? You close? You close enough for sneaking? All right, fine, fine. I, okay, what I really meant to say was um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That's what I really meant to say. But okay. No Way Home just came out. All right, Marvin is on our live stream. He said I should have said the Edge. Because um, he was watching, I should have said it. Uh, he also said I should have said Pinpoint, which I'm assuming he wants me just to talk about his books all the time. I'm done Sean, with who's also still on this live stream, said I should have said Belial. All and that's great right. books. This and is why he left that, that spot open, because cause then you could fill it in with your own book. Thank you. And, it, and I'm on the show, so of course... If nah, Ace Blade and Lumberjacks weren't going to be on there. See, this guy, this guy right here. <laughs> This guy, ridiculous. Nah. Oh, that's right. Well, okay. He says pinpoint is from Paige, uh, which I know that's, but that's still second sight. You guys are all second sight. So it's the same. It's the same yeah, thing. It's all. It's all saying. It's all. It's all, it's same. all. All y'all making the same money. <laughs> <laughs> Hand over fist. All right. Yeah. Right. All right. So that was Danny's quick takes. That was brought to you by Second Sight Publishing, since we've mentioned them a couple times on the show now. Marvin, if you're just catching up, go back. Um, once the live stream is over, rewatch this. We actually talked about Second Sight's uh, advertisement at the Venom series. So we shared that. Um, so please go back and watch that. But now we're going to do Kyron's quick take, where I give Danny some questions. Yeah, yeah. I told you I had something for you. Changing it up. I had something for you. And we're going to see, Danny, if you have the glow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cheesy, but I like it. All I right. love it. I liked it a lot. All right, forty-five seconds. Uh, hold on. Okay, we have forty-five seconds. I give you five questions. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So you haven't answered the, ask the question yet. You can't start it. Look, I've never done this before. All right. Thanks. I've never done this before. I talk and do the and do the the camera and everything. This is. All right. We are both football fans. Um, yes. And my understanding is that you are a Carolina Panthers fan for some reason. Yes, I am. I know the Panthers have been around for a very short amount of time compared to the rest of the great teams like the 49ers and the 49ers. But in that small, minuscule, minute amount of time, who is your all-time favorite Carolina Panther? Ooh. That's not fair. Um. Oh, but talking about my all-time favorite Marvel or superhero movies, was <laughs> um, I would have to say, ah, it's either gonna be Steve Smith or Julius Peppers. It's got to be one of those two guys. Wow. Um, Here, I thought you were gonna say Cam Newton too. I like Cam, but no. Uh, <laughs> like Gary um, Collins. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Okay. You know. Um, he he should have played his whole career with the with the Panthers, but you know he went up to the Ravens and showed them that he still had something left. He came back and scorched us um, when mm -hmm. he played Panthers, and I just like his his attitude and, and his fire for the game. 
Wow, Cam did not dive on the on that fumble. We're not going to talk about that. They wanted they wanted Peyton Manning to win that Super Bowl, and you will not be able to convince me otherwise. But what, Cam Newton wanted he, Peyton Manning to win that. Is that what you're saying? Somebody somebody got paid because uh, not Cam Newton. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk right. about it. All right. Yeah, I still never understood why they brought you guys into the NFC West. I'm like, y'all on the other side of the country. I, even the Saints made no sense to me, but whatever. It's not NFC South. Yeah, yeah. Now, but when you first came in, you were the oh, you yeah, were part yeah, of yeah. NFC West. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we had we had the Rams, <laughs> us, the Saints. They're like, hey, man. They're like, hey, let's just put them somewhere. Why not? <laughs> I was like, we have no other team in the NFC West that's on the West Coast. <laughs> hey. All right. Question two. Purple is your favorite color, as we all know, if you watch this show. If Ace Blade wasn't purple, what color would he be? Ooh. Mm. I can't even imagine Ace Blade any other color. Um, high yellow. <laughs> high, high yellow. Fluorescent beige. No, he would be orange. Ace Blade actually has a, a bulletproof costume that is purple oh. and orange. That's... Uh, Orange and purple. So uh, later on in the novel, like chapter fifteen or sixteen, he develops. Uh, some local students develop a uh, a serum to soak his. You remember Blank Man? You seen Blank yeah, Man? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I stole I that idea. I stole that idea, and he uh, <laughs> he has a bulletproof suit just similar to that, and uh, it's orange. So it would be orange. It would be orange. Okay. All right. All right. Orange. Ace blade. That seems weird, but I'm yeah. down for that. But the whole idea is to to make it bright. You know how people talk about uh, Robin. Robin mm. is all bright so that he can get all the bullets. Uh, or Batman's insignia. Or they yeah, say right. it's yellow because you can shoot at it. It yeah. still makes no sense, but whatever. So that's, that's the point. And then a bright city like Vegas, you got to have a bright hero. So purple okay. and orange. All right. All right. Question three. Get ready for this one. Mm-mm. If money was no object, what comic would you own? What comic would I own? Gosh, you- there's this uh, there's this comic called Saw that I like a lot, and I recently, <laughs> I recently heard that the that the owner hates it. Uh, Thirty so I seconds. Like, <laughs> I would probably buy that. <laughs> Oh, now I don't mean like you own the property, but you just own the actual comic. Oh, the so, actual comic. Um, yeah, oh, man. money was no object. Oh. What individual comic would you buy? Maybe uh, I don't know, Superman. Uh, Saw the Lightning Wilder number one. Okay, yeah, I got that already. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Mm-hmm. Oh man, five. Probably oh. uh, Black Panther. No, three. I don't know. Dude. I don't know. So, <laughs> I have no clue. That's I, I can't answer that. That's the tough right. one right there. All right. All right. I have no clue. All right. God. See, see, don't be talking about me saying I can't come up with a fifth one. You can even come up with one. That's you could have said though. Adventure Comics one. You could have said um, I know. That's that's amazing. I didn't want to say like something like that. Maybe I would have got I don't know, man. That's a tough one. That's a tough one right there. That's why I should be doing quick takes. You can take it over for now. Uh, All right. All right. So you failed on that one. So let's go to four. 
I'm be thinking about that one. the rest of the day. <laughs> and if you are watching the live stream and you happen to have a comic that you want to say you would buy, please feel free to put it in the comics. Uh, but question four. If you could interview one person, anyone in the world, for our show, doesn't have to be comic related, who would it be and why? It would be um, interview one person in the world. Anybody. It would probably be Will Smith, maybe? I think it would be Will okay. Smith. Right. I like I like to listen to Will Smith talk, and he has a lot of knowledge. And, um, you know, he has a lot of, uh, of, of good, wise things to say to people. And uh, I think he answers questions as honestly as he can now. So I think it would be Will Smith. I like that answer actually that's a that would incorporate really well into the show considering his sci-fi background mm-hmm. his tv background that, that would actually be a good show all right i all would right. ask him why he hates wild wild west so much because i like that movie a lot do you really like that movie or you just like the soundtrack i like well i yeah. like the movie too the movie was entertaining it was fun okay i understand it broke his his streak of number ones but you know mm-hmm. eventually it had to be broken sure but and he, still bad. you know, and he uh, didn't do the Matrix because of that movie. Yes. But so I understand it might be, you know, have some traumatic memories attached to it. But okay. I enjoyed it. I liked the movie. All right. Uh, going back to our combo question, Marvin says Hulk one eighty one, which is the first appearance of Wolverine. Which is, this is the second mention of Wolverine on this show. So again, mm-hmm. Marvin, if you didn't already, go back and listen to the beginning where I talked about how much I hate Wolverine. Uh, Marvin said he should have done the Matrix, and yes, in hindsight, we all understand he should have done the Matrix instead of Wild Wild West. I think everybody agrees on that. That's pretty universal. I think it would have been a terrible movie. You don't want to see Will Smith going whoa. I don't want to see Will Smith doing karate ever in anything. <laughs> um, they did. They did good with. I didn't think I would want to see uh, what's his name. Keanu doing it, but he's been doing it ever since, and he's been killing it. But okay. I don't know. I don't know about that. All right, last question. This is my favorite one. You recently did pretty good on your last Kickstarter, and one of the ways that you went to advertise and get uh, views and people to look at your Kickstarter was to say that you would do workouts, depending on if people shared or backed or what have you. You would do terrible. a certain workout. You would ride your bike. You would do push-ups. You did burpees. Out of everything you did for that Kickstarter, what was your least favorite workout during that campaign? Burpees. That's easy. <laughs> burpees are the are the devil. Burpees right. are the worst and best workout that a person I think can do. And I honestly will never, probably never do another one. I did. <laughs> I probably did 200 burpees during the Kickstarter campaign. Damn. And it was terrible. It was just terrible. It, it it made me not want to do anything for the rest of the day when I was doing them. It was bad. I enjoy okay. riding my bike. I like push-ups. I can do push-ups. I I will never do another burpee again if I if I don't have to. But how much did you lose during that campaign? Like weight wise. 25 pounds. So it was worth it then. Pounds. It was worth it. And then as soon as the as soon as the campaign was over, I said, forget this. I'm going to Pizza Hut. <laughs> as soon as it was over. Uh, uh it was a wrap for me. Okay. Mm-mm. 
All right. <laughs> Have you gained all of it back? Just about. I'm working on it. I'm working all on right. getting those last. I'm working on getting those last seven pounds back. <laughs> it's starting to become winter season. You got to gain all that back to in- insulate yourself. <laughs> exactly. Got to. Oh, nah. oh man. All right. So that was Kyron's quick takes, which is a lot better than Danny's. Yeah, um, like and that was brought to you by uh, again Second Sight Publishing, just because we like mentioning them on our show for some reason. And Wolverine. And Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> and Spider Man. Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> Out soon. <laughs> but if you know, if you know my friend who knows a guy who knows a guy, you've already seen it. Like I have. You've already so. seen it. You've already seen it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, this has been fun. Is there anything you want to talk about before we let everybody go? Um, no, nah, man. Just read more comics, people. Get out there and read some read some comics. Yeah. I was gonna ask you, do you <clears throat> before we leave, I want to okay. hear your thoughts on this. All right. You've been making comics for a long time. Yeah. And seven years, yes. Seven years now. Do you prefer people to what's more important, buying comics or reading comics? I know you can't read comics without buying comics, but if you could only... You can borrow from your friend. You could borrow from a friend, right. All right. So if you could have people buy your comics, which is going to financially support you, yeah, and continue you know, letting you make comics, but nobody read them. You know, people just bought them to collect them, maybe. Okay. Or you had the option to not make money on your comics, but everybody reads them and adores them and, you know, mm-hmm. is impacted by them. Which one is more important? The business side of me says, buy my shit. <laughs> like, please buy my stuff. I have, I have bills to pay. I have artists to pay. Mm-hmm. I have printers to pay. I have website hosters to pay. Um, so buy my stuff. But as the creator, I want you to read and enjoy my book. Um, if you're not reading my work, there's no reason for me to be making comics because my comics are there for you to enjoy and for you to to read. So if you're not reading it, I don't want to be making it. So I'm gonna say reading. Yeah, that's my final answer. I think if I think if I could break even with all of my books and people actually read them, I would I would make my, make comics for the rest of my life and be yeah. happy with that. But of course. I would like to quit my job also. But. I'm getting to the point where I want to be able to tell my wife one day that she can quit her job. That's my goal. Right. It, it, so I can come home and be like, hey, babe, go quit your job if you want to. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. That's that's the point where I want to be. Like, I, I know, okay, I can't say it too much, but a friend of mine just got his comic optioned um, by uh, FX. Okay. He's already gotten royalty. Like they've already done a, um, initial sketches, things like that, because it's going to be it turned into a, car, a cartoon series for FX, oh, wow. like Archer. Nice. So they already did like initial character designs, things like that. And I want to get to the point where my stuff is there and people are able to enjoy it in different mediums like that. And where I'm getting to that point where I can say, hey, babe, bam, everything we've worked hard for, everything we've sacrificed, it's now. It's now coming to fruition, so that's where I'm. Right. I'm wanting to get. So yeah, read read my stuff, please. Please go to TaurusComics.com, buy my books, read them, enjoy them, share it with your friends after you bought it. I have no problem with do that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
And so I was just going to ask you where people can find your stuff. TaurusComics.com. And uh, when is when is Starker coming out? When are we going to be able to get that? All right. So Marcos Martinez, who's the artist on it, he is working on the cover right now. We're going to do a launch for the Kickstarter at the end of this month, more than likely. I've already started putting together the Kickstarter page. Okay. So, yeah, end of this month, early November, Starcore. And um, this is going to be different than other books in the way that the artwork is more cartoony. Um, okay. And, and I've mentioned this on uh, Chuck Pino's podcast last week that this the series is aimed to become a a cartoon series, a Saturday morning cartoon series. Mm-hmm. So the look is gonna the look and feel of it is gonna be like a cartoon series. And then, and again, this is an homage to everything I grew up on, all the Saturday morning cartoons, uh combo characters like Dark Hawk and things like that. This is a, a direct homage to that which I love and grew up on. Everything I've done before that was Shaman's Destiny and Saw and Ruby from Planet Oz, which if you are a fan of Ruby from Planet Oz, I am going to come back to that soon but just actually got commissions so that took up my time for other things but um this is my homage to everything i grew up in love so hopefully you guys dig it nice what about you man where can we find your your books your things you social media all that anybody looking for me can um can can just look up the ace blade on social media at the ace blade and you'll find me on uh Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay. All right. And if you if this is your first time checking out the Four Tales podcast, feel free to go back to our website, fourtalespodcast.com, and check out some of our past episodes. We have interviews with Dan Fraga. Uh, Marvin Wynn's been on there. Uh, Greg Mokeen. Uh, we have a bunch of other people. We have more guests lined up. Actually, did you want to talk about the guest we have in two weeks? Since you and him have a connection. Oh yeah, um, a kingly connection. Yeah, yeah, my man Wally McNair is coming on the show. Um, All right. We're going to talk about King Supreme, and we're going to talk about um, how he has all the swag, and I, and and I have none of it. And we're going to talk about art versus writing again. And um, hopefully, uh, he and Kyron won't uh, won't be too one sided on me. So he has all swag, so this is just going to be just like Lonzo Star all over again. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, That's just how it happens. All right. That was, that was a good episode with Lonzo, so I, I, I'm okay it with was, that. But, but definitely come back in two weeks. Check that out. Uh, but in the meantime, we want to say sayonara, goodbye, and please take care of yourselves. It is quick as trying to say.